Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Keep It Open podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Mitchell. And today we're going to start it off. We're going to right into it with a is it rude? Thanks for bringing it up, Aaron. I <laughs> love doing these. And uh, today I was hoping we could talk about potlucks. So, okay, uh, you know, as we get closer to Thanksgiving, uh, the day yeah. that we're recording this for about, you know, a little more than a week out from Thanksgiving. I can't wait, man. Yeah, I can't either. And I have, I actually haven't been to a potluck, I think, since uh, COVID started, which yeah. is, um, yeah, you know, I, I think I used to go to them through work or uh, friends and stuff. But I think um, a lot of people have been hesitant to even now to to kind of get together. So oh, absolutely. Anyway, um, so for potlucks, I, I've always been under the impression like you don't ever want to be the guy who brings a bottle of Coke and a bottle of Sprite, you know, like. <laughs> You know, everybody's bringing yeah. homemade yeah. mac and cheese or a turkey or something. Sure. You roll up with two, like two liter bottles of, of soda and, uh, or, or, or the person who brings like plastic forks and knives. Right. 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 <laughs> um, but, uh, but really around Just so bringing like, recyclables. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or, or even, you know, like, like a store-bought pie or something. Yeah, right, I feel right. like it's kind of on the fence. Uh, know, it's yeah. Like, it's like, look, the store-bought pie, like side note, like is totally passable, but like, we all know that you forgot to cook. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's even worse if you're like, Oh no, I totally remembered. But, uh, um, this was the, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this I'm saving this. I plan to do this. Yeah, I'm, saving you, this I'm saving you guys for my cooking. <laughs> Which is yeah. also valid, right? Though, like, if you're not a good cook, then maybe just get the store-bought pie. But I guess if it's, you know, if it's one of those that you sign up for, though, where it's like, ah, uh, you know, sign up your name and then right, sign up right, right, something that you're bringing. The person who picks turkey or like, unfortunately, gets turkey kind of gets the shaft, you know? Yeah, man. It's like turkey. super expensive to buy it. Yeah, or yeah. Terrible. It takes to forever it. to fucking cook. Oh, it's the worst. It's intense. Yeah, and if you screw it up, it's just miserable. Yeah. Yeah. I'd almost rather be the uh, bring a six pack beer to the oh yeah guy. I, I'm the bring the alcohol guy. That's okay. Yeah, that's 100%. an easy one. Hundred percent. Not the cheapest route, but uh, no, but the easiest route. But you you can't go wrong. You literally just have to hit people up and figure out what the general consensus is. We got a lot of beer drinkers. We got wine drinkers, liquor. Maybe yeah. get a little you know hodgepodge of all of it. Was, and then know. you're in good spirits with everybody. Yeah, exactly. Because you uh, brought the booze. The, the Coke and Sprite guy. <laughs> yeah. The Coke and Sprite guy is. Uh... <laughs> He's on his way out, man. Soda is less and less popular every single year. Okay, that's it's true. Like everyone's that's switching true. to Lacroix and like sparkling water, which I am trying to do myself. So yeah, I support it. I support it. Are yeah, you a sparkling yeah. water kind of guy. It's got a little too much of a bite for me. Yeah, I, I love that. Honest. I love that, and it it, it yeah. curbs my my uh, desire for soda you know because it's like the, mm. the the carbonation in the soda is almost as good as the sugar i don't know maybe mm. maybe people disagree but that's how i feel about <laughs> oh man yeah with pollux i gotta say i i also on the bottom of the tier list i'd also say is uh people who like just bring cookies or something like yeah. cookies or brownies you yeah know, that, that's uh this seems like almost uh almost um so th- what is the easy way out there so then too? where's the bar mitchell where's mm. the bar of uh yeah, like what you'd what- ask <laughs> I'd say turkey's on top, man. Of turkey course, and of ham. Course. If you cook the protein, that okay. that's super hard. Right. That's also um, a commitment, like we said, right? Like not oh, everyone yeah. is a skilled cook. No, no, yeah. And you you need to have done a turkey before. If it's your first go at a turkey, I would not sign up for Don't that bring at, it at to a potluck. potluck. Yeah, please don't. No, please don't. Keep Boston that keep that at the home kitchen. Keep that at the home kitchen. Yeah. Uh then I think it goes to um 
probably savory sides, mac and cheese, Ooh. casserole, green okay. bean casserole. Yeah, yeah, stuffing, yeah, yeah. Stuff sure, like that. some Brussels sprouts, maybe with some bacon. Oh mm -hmm. man, I'm getting hungry. This is bad. This is this is a rough That's conversation. Good, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then really it good. goes. I would say desserts after that. Okay, okay. Desserts, you know, like homemade desserts, and then the bottom is anything just kind of kind of bought like uh yeah. soda store-bought desserts pies, people sometimes i've yeah. seen like chips at a at a thanksgiving pollock and i'm like whoa who brought the sour cream and onion lays you know, <laughs> really is... big spender really <laughs> yeah geez <laughs> really went all oh, out my man for something else too because uh... <laughs> uh but yeah i'd funny. say that's my tier list yeah alcohol yeah. is uh yeah. is interesting because okay. uh if you you know if you take the time to figure out what everybody likes and and do that okay. it's a little more meaningful okay so is it rude to bring a store-bought pie to a potluck Ooh. is that kind of what we're drilling down on here like might be that might be the question is it rude to not cook your own food for the potluck i think if you come with a store-bought pie you gotta also come with a phenomenal excuse like that's hey, fair that's i fair. was making two pies <laughs> and they both burned because i was cooking them at the same time therefore <laughs> i just brought this one the store was pie. all out of apples like i was gonna make two apple pies they were out of apples yeah, i don't know you gotta have a great ex excuse <laughs> okay fair enough well yeah, let us if you're know signing up yeah. for it and, you, and you bring a and you bring a store-bought one that's that's, that's that's yeah that's rude that's rude kind of, that's okay kind of rude. yeah i think that's fair let us know what you guys think in the comments below uh i'd have yeah. to agree if you're signing up for the potluck put in the effort cook the damn yeah. food yourself tastes better when there's love in it or yeah, hate yeah, it i don't know yeah, put something does. in there put some emotion mm -hmm. <laughs> put some effort into it god damn it yeah speaking of comments we've been getting a decent amount of traction on our on our recent yeah. instagram posts you know i i remember we, we were talking about it the other day the uh the the clip of uh you know the metaverse and uh companies being able to kind of police it themselves and deny you access for any reason they really desire. You don't even have to have broken a rule. They can just kind of, you know, ban you. And then you have to go through the trouble of trying to get in touch with them and get unbanned. Right. Um, yeah. People were arguing about that. And there was a few comments. I couldn't tell if they were directed at us or if they were directed at <laughs> each other in the comments. Did you feel the same way? Yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, am I am I just having a hard time reading yeah. this? Like, are they mad at us? Are they mad at Meta, the company? So, are they mad at the Metaverse in general? So the one thing I'll say right now is uh, never read the comment section, guys, unless you're going <laughs> for a laugh. Uh, people on the internet are insane. I actually, on that note, so there's this guy, he does really cool. I'll actually send you his videos, Mitch, if you want to check it out. He yeah. does really cool, like, Photoshopped videos where it's like normal like video of like a college campus or a beach, people walking around, cars on the road, but then he cuts out the sky and puts like nebulas or like mm. like swirling, you know, supernovas or like mm -hmm. asteroid fields. So it's like reality overlaid with like space. And then he like casts like the way he does the light, it like looks like the, you know, the blue nebula is like reflecting down onto the earth. It looks really cool. I was scrolling through his comment section because I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And I cannot tell you, it was probably at least 10% of the people in the comment section were asking, where is this? <laughs> they could be trolling. Uh, they could be trolling. They, they could, could be trolling. They could also think that, um, I, you know, maybe they're one step ahead of us, Aaron. Maybe they're <laughs> asking like, oh, you know, this background is surely from a video game. Yeah, where, exactly. You know, where is the metaverse? From? Which yeah. video game? Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> and then then there was another uh, and I love kind of like analyzing the comments of these types of videos. And then there was a, another group of people 
uh, that were just commenting fake with thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> and so in my head, I started That's having funny. I started having a debate of who's worse. <laughs> the people that are like, where is this? Because clearly they're not really dialed in the reality or the yeah. people that are trying to call out that this is obviously fake. <laughs> I think well, it brings the, up a good point. I man. think the I, people that are calling it fake are the worst, <laughs> are the worst commenter. Wor if there's no sarcasm um, behind yeah, it. Yeah, and just the word fake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the I, thumbs down. I, I wonder if it, it's been reported, though, also. Like that, that brings up a good point like fake about fake news. Like, yeah, yeah. What if uh, what if this guy's account's being taken down and like he gets oh, this automated, awful. you know, email from Facebook? Dude, or something that'd be terrible. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? That? Been reported. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, so so to read off some of these these comments here, um, the first comment was the metaverse isn't real. It's just a new version of Second Life. <laughs> There is nothing to lose except time, and there's absolutely nothing to gain. Well, Keith R. Right, you're gonna have a rude awakening, bud. Uh, also, Keith, if you're listening, we do we do love you though. Yeah, we do love you. Uh, pl please hey, keep listening. Listen. <laughs> Keith, to be honest with you, Mitch is new to this stuff. I really don't care whether or not you listen. You can tune out right now, buddy. Honestly, uh, but I do oh, value man. your opinion, so thank you for commenting. Uh, and then biscuit and cheese. Uh, said, tell me you don't understand that they own the servers and can deny access to their servers. It isn't IRL smartass. I don't understand that comment is, because is he, that's what we so were I saying. He agree is he agreeing with us or is he uh, is he saying the opposite? I don't know. I, I, I'm still I'm still I, that, that one. one doesn't I make to, sense I was thinking to about me. commenting back and saying, can, can you, you clarify? Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> the next one was, of course, they own their servers. Anyone who thinks this is even close to a good idea apparently has doesn't know anything about the Internet. I don't know if maybe they just took what we were saying out of context, which is possible. But I think I was pretty explicit in what I was saying in that clip. <laughs> I think so. so. Maybe they just misunderstood what we were saying, which is. We obviously they're going to own their own servers. What we're trying to point out is that that's the dangerous. That's part. the dangerous part. And most people probably aren't going to go into this knowing that danger. Right. So like right. the younger generation, I guess to clarify a little bit, the younger generation is pretty versed in the Internet. We understand EULAs and we understand, you know, uh, basically it's kind of like a uh what's the word like uh employment at will you know what i mean like mm -hmm, you're mm -hmm. part of this until you're not you know mm -hmm. either you break a rule or you know they think that you broke a rule which has happened i've had a friend who was you know banned in a game wrongfully and then had to go through a very lengthy process i think about two months getting in touch with mm. people at the game studio through support tickets and all that stuff finally got unbanned mm. so you know what i mean like extrapolate that into the metaverse and then that's like it's like a credit card freeze for fraudulent activity but like you know <laughs> up a couple yeah. tiers so yeah, yeah I, I, what we were trying to really talk about is yes we we know that they are gonna have control and we know that they're gonna be in charge of this stuff that's a danger that's a problem yeah because you know like mitch was saying when a behemoth like facebook comes in and tries to you know build this brave new world and they're kind of in control of everything well is that what we want is that is that good is yeah that safe <laughs>
Yeah, well, I, I don't know, man. Cambridge Analytica might have uh, something to say about that. <laughs> man, they're going to steal all my Shiba Inu coin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, no, no need to do the accent here. <laughs> what you mean? What are you trying to say with that accent? First they came for my Doge and they came for my Shiba. <laughs> Coming for all my meme dogs. <laughs> I don't know what the accent is. But uh, I think that kind of brings us to uh, the topic that we'll you know start with today. I don't know how long we'll stay on it, but kind of coming off of the discussion of virtual reality into the metaverse, we figured it made sense to kind of talk a little bit about NFTs and cryptocurrency uh, at yeah. length. So yeah, Mitch, if you want to start us off, anything uh, come to mind? Yeah, the, I would say starting with kind of just the, you know, crypto took the world by storm, I feel, really oh, yeah. in 2018 is when Bitcoin, I think, really started blowing up and that yeah. it became a mainstream word that even somebody like my parents and their right. you know 50s and, yeah. and people who are older the generation up started to yeah. you know find out about and, and be like oh what's this whole bitcoin thing and, right. and you know right. i don't i feel i don't fully understand it. okay have you ever seen those youtube videos that are like bitcoin explained in five levels um and the fifth grader you know but then by like, the end of the video you're still like what <laughs> right right right, what right. You, they, they lose you somewhere between like the second and the third like <laughs> it's like between the teenager and the yeah the working professional it's I also feel. funny in a lot of those videos i feel like they don't explain some foundational things like in a lot of those videos like you watch it and you're like okay i gotta do a little bit more research now like right. i don't know right yeah they don't they don't really get into it a lot of the time so anyone right. has a good video that really thoroughly explains crypto, feel free to comment, uh, you know, send it to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there's so much to be learned there, right? And, and it's moving some so podcasts fast. about it. Yeah, 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 just the evolution of the technology yeah. and the innovation there. But it really took the storm in 2018 and yep. it's kind of, I guess, stayed uh, more or less mainstream Yeah. Um, since then and, and opened a lot of people up to investing in general especially young people like Definitely. like if you've never known anything else and then this happened to hit you when you were 16 17 18 20 yeah. years old you know this is going to be your oh, yeah. what you see as as the future right so I, I would certainly say it's skewed to younger generations to to feel and believe that this will work and one day you know potentially replace um other government currencies but yeah certainly uh, yeah, so that's kind of uh, that, it. Really hit me hard in 2018, and, and I remember one of my friends. Uh, we, were, we were walking somewhere, and it was all over the news. And he was like, "Dude, I just need somebody to tell me what is a Bitcoin." And I was like, oh, "Dude, I, I can't. I, tell I don't you. know. I can't tell you." <laughs> yeah, no, and it's it's wild too because um, you know you hear the stories about the guy that paid what was it like ten thousand Bitcoin for a pizza mm -hmm. before it was you know any it had any value. Well, yeah. That, that brings that's a good point i mean i i knew people who um when when in college they were they were buying fake ids in like the mid 20 teens so like 2014 15 16 yeah, 17 sure. 18 and they were using fake uh to buy fake ids they were having to go through like this mysterious thing called a bitcoin and having that's to crazy. Yeah, yeah. Buy, I think, buy a Bitcoin <clears throat> the fake ID through. market. We got on that shit quick. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> yeah, fucking rich. Man. Well, it was the it was the, the kind of the the black market sort of, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was coming from like China, and right. it was like, well, we don't want. Yeah. It, it was almost more secure because you're kind. Of, it's kind of an illegal activity, and you, you were um, you didn't want to be traced. Right. Um, of course. Yeah. To, right. I'm mean, like, who's going to trace a fake ID? But 
um but it happens right like it does. people busting uh yeah. you know large organizations large organizations of it yeah they don't really care about right. you know jimmy at the bar like right yeah. right just, they'll just take um, it cut it and yeah. say, get the fuck out of here <laughs> like, uh, but yeah they had to go through they had to use bitcoin to buy something else which then funded the id and then and then like two to four weeks later it showed up at your door you know <laughs> interesting yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no it's very interesting and i think like you know, obviously, that's definitely where a lot of people's minds jump to off the bat is, uh, you know, illegal, illicit activity with cryptocurrency. And the, the thing is now is that a lot of these exchanges are required to use uh, uh, KYC, know your customer. So mm-hmm. when you go on Binance, when you go on uh, Coinbase, uh, probably even Gemini, um, I know that uh, uh, what's the other one that I Kraken, I think it's called. Um, they all require know your customer. They didn't used to. So you used to just be able to make an account, put money in, buy crypto, cash it out to a wallet, and you were in the wind, like literally in the wind. Um, because you could pretty much use a fake name, you could use a generated email, and then you just have a wallet, you transfer it to that wallet, then you transfer it to another wallet, and then the paper trail's cold. Like they don't know where mm. they don't know where it went. You know what I mean? Mm. Um so now you know, especially with, I think once you start doing like decent sized transactions, Coinbase didn't have me do the fill out the know your customer form until I withdrew about a thousand dollars worth of crypto hmm. uh, recently to put it just into cold storage. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I'm holding on to some stuff. I don't plan on trading it right now um, mm-hmm. based on like market forecast. And I've, dude, I've been nerding out on this shit a little bit. I'll pull up a little, yeah. uh, oh, oh, wait, it's over here. I'll pull up a little thing right here and show you guys, uh, you know, what I've been looking at and trying to understand. Cause it's, it is kind of interesting, but, um, so now they're trying to keep track of people's trades and people's money for tax reasons and money laundering and all that kind of stuff, because it yeah. is pretty easy to avoid taxes with crypto. Certainly a breeding ground for, Well, if I were in the crime game, I would certainly be using cryptocurrency. Of course. And not even the crime game. Even even on Wall Street and hedge funds and quants and like all Mm -hmm. of the investment firms, like they use crypto too because it's a very easy way of moving large amounts of money around with minimal scrutiny. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. Like you can can track stuff down, but it's hard. It can be pretty difficult to do. Uh, now, yeah. ha- have you heard about the the Squid Game uh, cryptocurrency? Yeah, the rug pull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, See, guys, something like that. Right? This is that... not financial advice, but whenever no, you're investing in a cryptocurrency, advice. check the liquidity. <laughs> yeah. Don't invest uh, in something sure that you, you can't can, cash make out. Make sure you can sell your. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your don't don't buy the, something that has no shared value that you cannot <laughs> cash out. Beware oh, of rug pulls. They are everywhere right now. Yeah, what yes. I'm glad you brought it up because that, there's a ton of them. I mean, there are so many coins. I'll pull up another thing here uh, in the center of the screen. Look at how many coins are right here. Look at all of these different cryptocurrencies. And there are more like every single day. So yeah. I think what I kind of want to talk about now is which ones do you invest in? Well, mm-hmm. truthfully, whatever the fuck you want. Just make sure that the liquidity is there and you're not getting yourself scammed. Do your research before putting your money into this stuff. Again, this is not financial advice. Um, but find my, my perspective, find ones that have some real utility. Like find ones that, you know, are actually going to provide something to society, right? Like 
Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, those are meme coins. They they literally they're 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 not uh, they're not going to do anything. The company, you know, the people that made them, they, there's no end goal. It's not uh, some technology that's being worked on or a service or you know something that's going to go down in the future. It's literally just a meme mm. <laughs> that people Aaron, trade. Um, you know, you were my financial advisor a couple of weeks ago when you told me to uh, yeah. to buy some more of that. Yeah, hundred uh, percent shipcoin, and it's I put still... my life savings in. There. Oh fuck, dude! I never uh, told you. Uh, <clears throat> we're having some technical the difficulties. There, but... uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, look, dude, that makes I, sense though. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I have money in Shib. I had money in Doge. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, I still think Shib's gonna go up, but that's a conversation for another day um so again and like it's it's also fractions of a penny so like if you have a little bit of money to throw around and you want to buy the ticket take the ride see where it goes i mean you know if you can afford to do that you know be reasonable um yeah i, I would say a lot of you know financial advisors would uh equate that that kind of thing i mean it's not much different than like a gambling no not at all situation it is right? gambling um, if you, you know, you can probably do a little more research on these kinds of things than, than something like a crabs table at, in Vegas, but <laughs> you'd um, be surprised, man. <laughs> yeah, People yeah. have broken down the statistics of gambling and like, oh yeah, it's nuts. Anyway, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, but but again, not being financial advice, um, a lot of people, I think a lot of um, financial advisors and, and um, you know, personal finance um, gurus out there would say somewhere between like one and 5% of your net worth. If, if you're feeling up to the risk as, yeah. as something, um, you know, safe to put in crypto. So if yeah. you're you know, worth 10 grand, put a, put a thousand in or, um, you know, five, 500 bucks or something. Yeah, exactly. And that's again, like invest it, it, as with all investments and with gambling or anything where there is a risk of losing money, do it, res- you know, responsibly, like, you know, just so they have drink responsibly at the, in the commercials it's gamble responsibly, right? Like don't just throw all your money and say, I really need this coin to fucking a hundred X and put all your eggs in that basket. Because, you know, I mean, Unless you are 100% sure and doing some illegal insider trading, like it's never a sure bet, I don't think. Yeah, um, no, I'm not also not a stocks trader. I'm not super knowledgeable on the crypto stuff. If you guys haven't gathered already, we're just kind of talking about this. We're not, we're not experts. We're just, experts. Talking, we're just, we're just talking. talking. So before you roast us to all hell. Well, we're probably uh, idiots, actually. So. Yeah, we probably sound oh. like morons. But <laughs> Uh, you know, circling back to the point I was making about coins with utility, there's some really cool ones out there. Um, one of the ones recently that looks really awesome is uh, MetaHero. Um, I think I mentioned this to you, Mitchell. Um, it's the company that's building the giant scanning machine and you can scan in like super high res images of pretty much, I mean, anything, people, hmm. objects, animals. And, you know, the idea is those things will then exist in the metaverse and you could license out your avatar for a video game oh, yeah. or a movie yeah, yeah. or you know, we were even talking about like, let's say I have a really rare breed of dog that costs like six thousand dollars. I could, mm-hmm. you know, scan that dog into the metaverse and then sell the rights of that dog to somebody who maybe couldn't afford a six thousand dollar dog IRL, but can afford yeah. it for a couple thousand X coin in the metaverse. And they can have a, yeah. a digital version of that dog that they always wanted. So there's some really interesting utility and like projects that are happening that use kind of crypto as their like funding in a sense and you know mm-hmm. their own ter- currency to kind of power their blockchain and and all this stuff and again like we are not experts i can never claim to be an expert i'm trying to learn more about this stuff but yeah. you know it's even even recently you know a couple of weeks ago I, I forget the country if it's ecuador or el salvador okay 
um, but but those one of those countries um, made Bitcoin the um, an official currency within the within the country. Smart. And uh, that, you know, I heard the president on on the radio on, on I was listening Smart. to NPR one day, I think, and you know, the biggest, I think the and I, I this could all, this could all be wrong. It could be misremembering, but the the biggest export for that country was um, um, sending money back to or or maybe maybe it was the import for that country was was receiving money from people who work in other countries sending money back to their families right so oh. one of the biggest portions of their okay. domestic like uh revenue for the country was people sending money back um and that you know they're importing basically money from from other places interesting um, maybe because the country doesn't um you know economies in shambles or or you know very corrupt or what, what have you what have you um so whatever it is um you know a significant portion is coming from the outside and uh, previously they might do money orders or something like that but right. if you can do that all digitally in an instant um, on a single currency right yeah. then it's it's a very smart move now yeah. the question is like whether or not bitcoin is that right currency but the idea philosophically is is very good. Yeah, no, and it's definitely one of the more uh, stable. Um, oh, I disappeared. I went to get a drink, guys. I'll be right back. Um, it's definitely one of the more stable coins out there, and it also has such a uh, large value, like a market cap, that I think that you know it probably is one of the better uh, coins to do it with. It's also the one of the one of the ones that's most widely adopted. So you know, I mean with name recognition and all of that stuff and you know the white paper and just all of this i think that bitcoin probably is uh the best bet um i'm gonna figure out my technical difficulty here i'm a ghost okay yeah i was just googling on the news so yeah it's a you know el salvador becomes first nation to make bitcoin um legal tender and so you know there are all these articles people google it yourself don't take my word for it but you know all, all these articles about there are more people using Bitcoin wallets than bank accounts in El Salvador, right? Like, and it could be a product of, you know, corruption of the banks and stuff like that. And luckily in the United States, we have, we have very um, pretty trustworthy banks, but um, you know, it makes total sense there in those other countries to, to do something like this. No, I couldn't agree more. Um, I mean, again, it's, it's so widely adopted now. Like I actually was talking to um, uh, an old coworker of mine, and uh, he was telling me that basically they're going to start paying employees in crypto. And really? Yeah. Where at? Um, I, I don't actually want to say the name. Um, okay. Sure, sure, sure. No worries. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just trying to fix this camera here. Uh, but one of the things that I found <clears throat> really interesting is uh, I actually did like, I just, it took me like two seconds. I did like a little uh, music intro. They're doing like a blog about crypto. And mm. um they wanted to get like a music intro for it. And so I was asking like, hey, you know, what kind of agreement can we come to? You know, how much do you think would be in the budget for this? And he was like, I think they could probably throw you some crypto. Mm. And I was like, okay, depending on what coin it is and depending yeah. on how much and this, that, and you know, the other, then, you know, that that could definitely work. So I was, hmm. uh, I was more than uh, willing to, uh, you know, accept that. And I think that a couple years ago, I've been like, no, I'll take cash. Yeah, what's this black market business? Yeah, it's or, like uh, you know, you know, in the past, it's like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm here. I'm gonna use this camera for now. Um, okay. It looks like my uh, other one died on us. Um, no I have to figure that out. But yeah, so I think that uh, you know, realistically, like the acceptance rate of this stuff is going up higher and higher and higher. 
name recognition and acceptance. And I mean, my mom, who's 72 years old, mm. texted me the other day and said, what's up with Shiba Inu? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, wow, she's past Bitcoin. Yeah, she is, she's past uh, she's Bitcoin. She's, she's got Ethereum. She's got Bitcoin. Oh, dude, um, she's got her wallet stacked. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I literally uh, was like, you know, this is before the first big jump um, mm -hmm. that it had recently. And I was like, buy some. I was like, it's going to jump. And then, you know, it did. And now it's kind of leveled out a little bit. And, you know, yeah, hopefully... and the financial advisor. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the day it skyrocketed, man. I, I mean, it, it went up quite a bit that day or the, that yeah, week. But yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, a 72 year old that has trouble, um, you know, signing into Netflix. Um, mm -hmm. Love you, mom. Uh, <laughs> but understand, understands that she can go on her phone and purchase cryptocurrency and understands right. it at a high level um that it is you know it is a currency it has value da, da 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 so i think it's it's interesting you know how it's permeated the culture you know yeah and kind of back on the you know at the country level accepting it as a legal legal tender oh um, yeah you know it philosophically it makes sense to have sort of a universal currency if you will right like it's, it's kind of the same idea as having a uh, language like some a language that everybody understands and communicate can communicate across the world right like we can have financial transactions across the world um without conversions and and stuff like that um you know things get things get and, and all digital things get a lot simpler um for for everybody and i think you can 100%. bring some more equity to yeah. parts of the world that that need it like you know Definitely. if you um, I remember this one story really stuck with me from, uh, several years ago, but, um, I think it was from Kenya and I, I heard it also on, on the radio and the, 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 it was basically about, uh, the story was about how Kenya as a, you know, African country had gone, had skipped, um, the credit card phase of financial transactions. Right. So okay. they had like sort of a cash and coin type model like you know many developed countries had yeah, but with emerging technology a few years ago instead of taking the step to move to card and you know there's a lot of infrastructure associated with having to do that every every you know every restaurant every retailer needs a card reader instead they they moved to cell phones and so you know on a little flip phone you could store money in a bank account and then use that phone to pay for things via text or or what have you. And that was a few years ago, right? So yeah, right. So that then, technology is even even dated today, right? Like that yeah. that seems like I mean Venmo would kill that in an instant today. But uh um True. but though it, when you can do something like that and have a universal currency right um, like like crypto, it, it's like living in a single country across the world, right? Yeah. And provides ease, provides um accessibility and and I, I think that it, it can be it can be very good. I think that yeah, um, yeah. Also, like you said, uh, you know, the fact that it won't have to go through any conversions or anything like that. Um, you know, it's that's huge. I mean, yeah. just that alone is huge. Like we're speaking the same financial language at that point. If we ever reach a point where we kind of established like this is the currency that we're all going to kind of trade in, you know, right. Right. And I don't know the negative impacts. Like, like if yeah, uh, I'm not a finance, know, like, you know, yeah. the the peso or something went away tomorrow and was replaced by a cryptocurrency along with the US dollar. Like what downside does that have? What does that mean for the I'm sure that there <clears throat> is 
some downsides again you know oh, for sure yeah, yeah i yeah. would love to learn a little bit more about that and i'm sure there's probably some videos out there that we might need to go watch but it is interesting to think about you know is there going to be, be a day in the future where you know the conversation isn't uh yo can you spot me 15 bucks it's yo can you spot me like a sandwich yeah you know what i mean and then like it won't be so much as like the value of the dollar defines what you can buy. Mm-hmm. It's the value of the what you're purchasing. The product. Yeah, because or like service. Because you can't go into a place and be like, "Damn, I need to get spotted for like a meal," and mm-hmm. be like, "Yo, let me get point zero two five eight three four two five six seven eight five uh, Bitcoin." Right. Like, that's not gonna work, right? Right. Like. <clears throat> It would be more so along the lines of like, okay, I'm at this restaurant with you, Mitchell, and you want to like, let's say like lunch is on me. So mm-hmm. we, we go to the checkout. I scan the thing because that's where it's going. It's going to be, I'm going to scan it on my phone and then it's going to show me the bill and then, you know, I'll pay it and then like probably be able to split it and then re- send it to you and request your half of that. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so that's the much different the, than what you can do now with, yeah, exactly. with yeah. things like Venmo or Cash App. And but stuff I think like it's, that. it's like a mental shift, too, right? <clears throat> because it's like it's understanding what you're going to purchase. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the math is going to be done for you. Like, I mean, not everyone's a math genius and can, you know, just think about that. Right. Like, I don't even know what Bitcoin's at today. Bitcoin's probably at like 60 something right now. Did it, did mm-hmm. it drop? Um, I don't even know. Uh, let's see. But you see my point? It's like, yeah. Well, I think that you, you yeah, know, fifty nine thousand nine hundred eighty three dollars twenty nine cents for one Bitcoin. So then, do all the math to scale that down to a fifteen dollar yeah, lunch. Yeah, I know? think you could get into a world where though the the Bitcoin is split up into smaller chunks, right? So you have like yeah. a, a proto Bitcoin or something, which is sure. one tenth of a Bitcoin or something. You know, I see. What and you're then saying. you. And then we get, we get to a basically a nickel dime penny situation, right? Qu- quarter nickel dime penny situation. Um, but is there situation. a point? But like, is there a point in doing that? You know, what, you see what I mean? Like, does that yeah. does that mess with the market cap? Does that mess with the liquidity of the Bitcoin? You see what I'm getting at? So like, yeah, yeah. It's like if you're not trading Bitcoin, then it has no utility. Therefore, its value will drop. Right. I, well, I wonder if you could, you know, take a, you know, there's a finite amount of Bitcoin in the world. Right. take a portion of that and split that into change if you will you know yeah i see um, what you're saying i think that's an interesting idea i wonder if i wonder if that's been discussed anywhere yet because yeah you know, i, I kind of i'm kind of thinking about, about it now is like okay. how will that play right like how right. will that be if you know we end up in a in a in a world where crypto really is like that like yeah or bitcoin is the is it becomes the um what do you call it when when a currency is based on something uh like a standard like a, like a standard maybe a bitcoin becomes a standard but we continue to use us dollars pesos euros to measure relative to the bitcoin or something or yeah. to the, whatever cryptocurrency is I'm there right? say, like right now like we still measure the value of a bitcoin against off the us dollar off the right. us dollar right so it right, hasn't right. surpassed that so it's kind of like it's funny like the us dollar was, it used to be on the gold standard right so gold backed up the dollar mm-hmm. now nothing backs up the u.s dollar but it it backs up bitcoin other things right <laughs> so it's right. like it, the, the value cycle in a sense has like it's gone through a rotation so well it's kind of scary also that we can see 
just with that, how quickly things can tumble if 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 oh, one yeah. block falls, you know, oh, yeah. one thing falls, another, and then and then all of a sudden we're in a recession. It. Well, it's yeah. the apocalypse, probably. <laughs> Yo, you're you're not wrong, man. I mean, yeah, uh, things can snowball very quickly. And also in a world, again, going back to our favorite topic of uh, the ultra rich in a world where a lot of uh, not a lot of people, a very small amount of people control most of the world's wealth. They can manipulate markets and do all kinds of things to currency that we can't even imagine, right? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these guys buying up hosts, hosts and hosts of crypto, like all these coins, like they can mm-hmm. do massive, the value, yeah. massive manipulations yeah. to the market. I, I think I, I saw an article the other day about um, some Bitcoin wallet because all transactions are are on the ledger, on they're mm-hmm. all public. So like you can go search your uh, wallet on uh, I think it's like Etherscan or I forget the name of the, the site, but it'll show all the transactions that wallet's done. That's the whole mm. point of the blockchain is it's all public, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, none of your personal information is it's a hashed wallet, um, mm-hmm. but you know that wallet's transactional data is public. And so someone found uh, someone someone put like eight grand into SHIB a while back, mm. and when it jumped. Their profit was like four billion or five billion dollars, something, something insane. What? Yeah, it's, it's, it's something nuts. I, I can't remember the exact specifics, but um, they thought what? that someone had potentially lost the key to the wallet or access to the wallet because mm. nothing was happening, no transfers they were being sell. made, yeah. no trades were being made, nothing was going on. Mm-hmm. And then recently, they saw that some activity was happening. Um, mm. You know, coins are being transferred to different wallets. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but the whole point of the video was, is that this person cashed out all that they had, it would mm-hmm. just tank the market. Mm. And so, because well, I mean, how much of the entire SHIB share did they own? At, I that, don't know the percentage at that point, you know, like uh, probably something pretty significant, probably something, uh, even if it's 1%, right? Like that's still, is, that's still enough to move the market, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. it's a very interesting, again, like thing to kind of just like think about is like, you know, overnight, like Joe Schmo, like you or I could just say, fuck it and throw a bunch of money at one of these cryptos and holy shit, you know, it hit. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now mm-hmm. I have, uh, you know, just uh, an insane control over, you know, what could potentially happen to this coin. If I mm-hmm. cash out right now and walk away with my X million, X billion dollars. What's that going to do to everybody else? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But hey, in the capitalistic world, hey, welcome, in the right? capitalistic world, that's right. That's right. Watch out for yourself, buddy. Yeah, exactly. You oh, paid to man. play, boys and girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, how do you think this uh, fits in with NFTs? Um, so, one of the ways that I heard someone quantify it was, you're you already are used to them skins in the video game digital mm-hmm. assets right mm-hmm. um those are nfts in a way right, right. so right. um now you're just you're purchasing it with crypto and you're putting it in a wallet and you're storing it and um you know right now it's art um but it's becoming utility so there's mm-hmm. a, a project uh called bitcoin miners and um they are nfts and they're images they're drawn artwork of computers but like they're graphic like they have like faces and you know, all kinds of other stuff. It's really cool looking. Um, but they are, they mine Bitcoin hmm. as NFTs. They so, mine Bitcoin yes. as NFTs. I'll, I'll explain. So okay. the company that is putting these NFTs on the market 
they mm-hmm. own a professional Bitcoin server farm, like a legit one um, in a warehouse, <laughs> like just, you know, hundreds of computers chugging along right. every single day. When you buy this NFT in the smart contract, you get paid dividends on their farm hmm. in Bitcoin. So you get paid mm-hmm. um, for dividends on them producing Bitcoin. Yes. I have my having trouble. Well, so their product that they're putting out in the marketplace making money on is just is an NFT. Mind. It's an NFT. Okay. So they're making the NFT, right? Uh-huh. So so the way that you, so uh, as far as I understand, the way that NFTs work is let's say I create an NFT, right? I'm gonna mm-hmm. get a percentage every time that NFT is resold. Right. Mm. So I sell it to you for a thousand dollars. I think I get like five percent of that thousand. Do do you set that rate or is that just uh, I think it's like there's like a a standard, like a standard. Yeah. Okay. Um, But so for, for, you know, hypothetical sake, let's just go with that. Right. So Mm -hmm. five percent royalty. I sell it to you for a thousand. I get five percent. You sell it to the next guy for five thousand. I get five percent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next guy sells it for 20,000, I get 5%, so on right. and so forth in perpetuity. Right. So I'm getting right. paid every time that NFT changes hands. And the person who holds it is inclined to buy it at a scaling price because they, by just by holding it, start to earn passive income. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's another one. It's one of the um, I can't remember the name right now. It's one of the gorillas. Um, and if you hold it, it sold for almost a million dollars. Talking and- about Harambe? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only gorilla I know. Man. What are you um, talking about? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's good. Man, R.I.P. Harambe. Um, but when you hold this NFT, and so some people are like, "Why the hell would it sell for a million dollars? That's insane." Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like kind of like eight bit art. It's cool for sure. Mm-hmm. But the reason that it sold for that much, um, aside from some other benefits, the main one is that when you hold it in your wallet, you passively get because of the smart contract embedded in the code of the co- of the NFT, you get ten banana coin every day. Mm. Banana coin at the time that I watched this little video was trading at like forty seven dollars per coin. Mm. So in a year, you're making a hundred and seventy-five-ish thousand dollars just having that NFT in your digital wallet. What? Yeah. So that's madness. So you have that coin for you know about two hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, four or five years, and you've made back your investment. And the right. and the price of that NFT is probably going up another million. So wait, explain to me or the, the price the code. of banana coin is going up. Sure. But you're probably the only one with banana coin. Maybe. I mean, it's. it's I mean, <laughs> but it has value, right? It has value. Enough people it's, have it to be worth like forty-seven dollars. Forty-seven dollars. Yeah. It so, could go up. So I, I understand everything you said, and I understand why. But except for the 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 code that's embedded in yeah. the NFT smart contracts. Smart contracts. Yeah. What is smart contracts? Is that a third-party entity so that's hosting all this? It's or? like fundamental to the blockchain. Okay. Um, so like, can you, as, can you give me the, uh, the fifth grader explanation here? So as far as I understand it, like pretty much everything that's happening on the blockchain, every transaction mm-hmm. is a smart contract of some kind and you can okay. write more detail into them. But like I could write okay. a smart contract with you 
and I could put, um, you know, a banana coin in there. Mm -hmm. And then the smart contract could say, pay Mitchell, um, you know, 10,000 shib if banana coin falls below $20 mm -hmm. USD. But if banana coin goes above $100, Mitchell pays me X amount of shib. Again, right. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Bitcoin's probably a better example. <clears throat> Regardless of the currency, it's it, you can basically you can make a contract and then it'll check based on that data, right? The smart contract will check every day. Every I mean, I don't even know the refresh rate. Probably every freaking yeah, second. It's probably you're right, right. Yeah. Faster, yeah. And then if one of the parameters is reached, it will execute mm. autonomously. Hmm. So this code in the NFT, the Gorilla NFT, is is likely check every 24 hours if this remains in hosted wallet or whatever. Yep. Then deposit, transfer deposit 10 banana coin deposit. Yeah, ten banana coin or whatever. Yeah. Wow. So now, where is that banana coin coming from, though? Is it from the is it from the newly mined banana coin or is it I have from no some other existing? I didn't, I didn't okay. look too far okay. into it. I didn't look too far like, into like, it. Like, let's yeah. say we put Bitcoin there, right? Right. Man, we're really in the weeds here now, but <laughs> let's, say, let's say we put Bitcoin. We're in a little bit like, out of our depth, my friend. <laughs> where, where is the Bitcoin coming from? Like if you say, you know, check every 24 hours, same code, instead of banana coin, it's one Bitcoin every day. Oh God. Like, is that one Bitcoin coming from some pre-existing wallet that, that, it's you not write free code, money. No, it's not free money. The way it's, right, it's not up, newly created. It's being generated somewhere somehow for in a way that everyone's winning. Like no one's okay. taking a loss for this shit. Like it's all you know what I mean. Like that ten newly banana coin. This, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Like the people that created that NFT probably are the ones that started banana coin. Mm -hmm. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? To like yeah, go yeah, along with I the see. NFT. Right. Got it. I okay. don't know. I could be completely fucking wrong. If if I am, please it's comment a good hypothesis and, it's and a good tell hypothesis. me. Yeah. But so because yeah. it goes hand in hand with the whole reason the blockchain miners is so successful. I went to their discord and it's fucking popping like it's mm. fucking insane. Mm. Um, but the reason it's so popular is because to mine Bitcoin, it is an insane investment, insane investment. And there are lots of, you know, rings to jump through and all kinds of things that you have to do to actually set that shit up correctly. And I mean, just uh, you got to build a freaking server farm and I mean, the electricity mm -hmm. costs and those things are hot and like you need to put it in a place yeah. that, like it's not going to blow the fuck up. And like right. all it's this... only taking longer for each one as well. right? Yeah, exactly. Adding to the, exactly. adding to the blockchain. And right? so and so, you know, basically you and I, the average Joe can mine Bitcoin by having an NFT. And it's kind of a win-win hmm. because the startup to actually mine enough Bitcoin to break even, like in a in a reasonable time frame, is mm -hmm. is insane, right? Like I'm saying, mm -hmm. now I could build a like a single rig with like a couple GPUs, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, mm -hmm. that, that might mother, take you a couple years that to build motherfucker's one. gonna, yeah, it's gonna. I mean, dude, it's gonna take forever to to yeah. net me some yeah. profit, forever. Yeah, let alone the energy that it takes, right? I mean, I might not even ever net profit at this point. I don't, right. I don't know the, the actual numbers on this. Right. You need to hit economies to scale when you're mining. Exactly. Probably. So for me and you, buying an NFT that'll go up in value and has mm -hmm. a utility like that makes sense because I don't need to invest in the rig and the electricity right. and the maintenance and the upkeep and all, all, the, all the crazy shit. 
I can mm -hmm. buy a cool ass NFT that's going to get more and more expensive over the years. Mm -hmm. It's going to go up in value because it mines Bitcoin. Now, the only mm -hmm. downfall is if that company goes down or the server goes mm -hmm. down or the server farm crashes or whatever the fuck. But, mm -hmm. you know, in a perfect world, it offers more than just being a piece of collector's art. Right. Or right. Like in the metaverse, something that you'll be able to display on your wall, you know, like mm -hmm. or wear or a lot of uh, the new NFTs are items in games. Right. Yeah. You see, I, I think it's it's hard for a lot of people to swallow. I think when, when you're like, well, why would somebody pay for a digital <laughs> asset like that? Why would you pay yeah. five thousand US dollars for yeah. something like that? But I think the reason I'm, I'm so and, and I'm a Luddite. For sure. Do you know you know what a luddite is? Clarify you know, somebody who's a luddite is is I don't know if this is the exact definition, but it's basically somebody who is hesitant to take on new technology. Like you are you're stuck in the stuck the in your old ways. technology. Yeah. yeah, I'm still I'm still coal mining over here. You know, I'm still I'm still burning wood for energy. And and everyone um, else is on like solar power. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so um, but the reason I'm able to accept this is is knowing having known sort of the history of a lot of art yeah. and so understanding exactly. that values are obscure and 100%. you know it's whatever people place uh, I mean, value wise aren't, aren't onto this Picassos art and worth like 20 million dollars or some crazy shit like yeah yeah and only have gone up over time right and exactly. and depending on where the art is well first of all who made it if they're still alive are they still yeah. making art yeah. what's yeah. their style how fast were they to get into the style but also like who has held on to this art for the past, whatever, is it so exclusive that only a collector has had it for the past 20 years or a specific yeah. museum, right? It, something, yeah. you know, jumps in price if it's not for sale, right? Mm -hmm. Like then, and, and so that's why I'm able to swallow this, I think so easily, but, but I guess I understand a lot of hesitancy of people oh, yeah. like, well, why would you, you know, yeah. And it's like, that why guy... does that digital currency have any value? Can somebody just copy that? It's right? like, like that guy in our comments who was saying the metaverse won't is, is just like second life. It, it's only a waste of time. There's no value in it. Well, buddy, I hate to break it to you. People didn't think there was any value in the internet. They thought right. it was only cool for, you know, like, you know, uh, sending an email back and forth or yeah, uh you know that, man. If that, for, like, for maybe yeah, yeah even less i think in the early days yeah right? exactly like for typing for typing something like right and, you know, and then now right. look at it. it i mean the internet is a metaverse already yeah you know yeah, it, yeah we're already in, it's in, already in a metaverse. Sense, right yeah and so i you know i think that there are gonna be on the metaverse thing and on nfts and and Bitcoin and everything. I mean, they're going to be early adopters. They're going to be companies in the beginning who fail too, right? Like, yeah. Who's to say Facebook is is the one who actually does this? Well, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe Amazon comes through and <laughs> builds another one. Uh, they're not really poised, I guess, as, right. as a company to do that. But, right. um, <laughs> but you know, they're going to be failures. They're going to be things. But I think it's important to talk about these principles in, yeah. in all this because um, we're we're creating the new world, as we said in the last conversation, right? It's like. When the found, I mean, when the founding fathers created the the um, constitution stuff, mm -hmm. that this discussion had to be made to um, to plan for then, but also plan for a country that would still be around a thousand years from now. Right. And you gotta I mean, arguable whether or not it does that. The constitution does that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's why we have amendments, I guess. But um, when we're building this digital world, I think I think this is all stuff we have to think about. It's like a, a master plan society, not just for today 
Um, but, but for tomorrow, I think that's cryptocurrency is, is the kind of the start. I think, yeah, you know, uh, what I can we, value can we get from it today, but also completely agree. And you know, there's, there's a lot of people that, you know, go a little bit off the deep end with it. Like, well, the government already makes you work your whole life for a currency that they determine the, the worth of. And so, you mm-hmm. know, DeFi is a way for you to take back your time and your value. And I mean, there is some, there is some truth in that. And I think that it's going to be interesting to see, like you said, you know, how this pans out and what this future looks like, because we are like, I think I said this in the last episode when it came to the metaverse and virtual reality is like, we are hurtling towards this. Like it yeah. is happening. It is happening fast. And before we know it, we're going to look back and be like, I can't even remember a world without cryptocurrency right. or the metaverse. Like think right. about it's hard <clears throat> to see it coming when you're in it. Right. And just think, I mean, the we, internet we example, say that. Right? Yeah, we say that now about our smartphones. We say that now mm-hmm. about our iPhones and Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter and TikTok. I, there are some people already, some probably younger people that'd be like, I don't know what I'd do without TikTok. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah. I don't know what I'd do without my screens. I'm addicted to them. And right. so, you know, right. it's I can't imagine a time without my screens because I got it at a very young age. I mean, I remember, you know, Halo and N64 and like all mm-hmm. that. I was there for all of that when it was like when they were coming out. Like I, my parents let me wake up at like five in the morning one day to play Halo on release mm-hmm. day for like an hour before I had to go to school. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. but that brings up. I mean, even that know, topic like... is interesting too. like <laughs> the I remember I was having this conversation with somebody where I, I think I was. I was using um, Google Maps okay. for a very easy sort of directional thing that it was like three turns or something and I would have been there. But I was like, oh, I just want to have it on maps just to be sure. Yeah, sure. And I think the person I was with was like, well, you know, do you want to be so reliant on something like that? What if you don't have it? What yeah. if you're, you know, and I was like, oh, that's a good point. But it's no different than, well, us driving in a car. It's like, why wouldn't we just try to walk there? Sure. If, um, you know, if one day we didn't have a car, but we, we live life like based on the assumptions of the previous, you know, generations yeah. um, having built this for us already. And yeah. that will always have it. Right. That's, That's the only true. way to advance. Like if we all had to learn the hard way that the <laughs> earth is at the, that the sun is at the center of the solar system. <laughs> right. Then we would get nowhere. We'd have to relearn all of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even society. So. I, I think with the screens and stuff, man, it's like, we're, we're used to it now, but I, um, I, I think it's kind of the same situation, man. Like we should, we should get kind of get used to it as bad as it might be for us. Like we're not, we're not really going back to a world where, no, they, where they don't exist. We're right? not, we're not going to go back to a world where we're, we get away from screens because they've just augmented so much of our lives. And I, yeah. I think mm-hmm. for all the negatives at the end of the day, it's still a positive thing. Oh, there's so many, I mean, yeah. it's, Net net is totally positive. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And so, I, I think it's yeah, going to be more of like a vacation thing when you get off the of screen. It's like, yeah. well, I took a I took and a one day vacation. Do that. I yeah. mean, dude, you can go on Amazon right now and you can buy a little uh, box, like a time lock box that people use, uh, like uh, detox your, box. Yeah, you put your you put your phone in there mm-hmm. and uh, lock you know it up. you lock it up and uh, you know you say uh, <laughs> you say cool, man, I'm going to, you know, uh, not touch my phone for an hour. And then, you know, 30 minutes in, you're in the kitchen, like you're like itching. Yeah, yeah, smashing yeah. it like a yeah. <laughs> like a Neanderthal you're like in a your, caveman. Uh, you're, like, you're like, you need a screen. You're like looking at your microwave clock right. or something. Like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri, please. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No. And so, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out. And uh, again, you know, 
to reiterate probably for the fifth time we are not experts on any of this stuff but mm-hmm. we're just trying mm-hmm. to uh you know bring it up and talk about it i guess maybe for more of like an uneducated perspective which a lot of people are going to be not everyone's going to yeah. be a crypto wizard and understand every little this that or the other thing about it and i think that the more we can have these conversations like you said mitchell as we go forward um, and kind of reflect now instead of in five years, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's healthy to do that. So let us know what yeah. you guys think. If you enjoyed the video, give us a thumbs up, turn on your alerts, throw us a like on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. And um, oh, well, fight in the comments too. We, we'd love to see more comments. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, brawl in the comments, please. Gloves off. I want to see well, a Tell fight us how much of, a, of idiots we are. We, yeah, we please. love to hear yeah. it. I feed off of your hate. Well, <laughs> we, we also, it's good to hear other people's opinions too. No, I don't want to be in an, in an echo chamber. No, not at all. Exactly. Uh, listen, guys, if you're listening to this and you just vehemently di- disagree with everything we said, let us know. That sounds yeah, great. Yeah, let us know. If let us know agree, why too. Yeah, if you, yeah, we're trying to why. grow yeah. as people too. And it's like, I think we talked about this earlier in an earlier episode is like you said, we don't want to be in an echo chamber. None of us should be. We need yeah. to be able to have conversations with people that we disagree with. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, having a conversation with someone you do agree with, that's fun. But having a conversation where the, you know, the person you're talking to does not agree with you at all. I think that's more stimulating. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> and it's unfortunate that we, we agree on a lot of things. So I know. we got to like hate each other more, man. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think we're both, we're both pretty agreeable people. Though, so. Oh yeah. Well, sometimes and it depends on how much tequila I've had. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we need to get it. We need to get a drunk episode. Going. Oh, fuck. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll do it one day. You know, I just I did just get this new camera. I'm not sure why it died halfway through, but we could do some IRL stuff with this bad boy. So maybe maybe coming soon. Soon. TM. Yeah. Stay soon tuned, TM. everybody. Awesome, guys. Thanks for listening. What do you think, Mitch? Keep it open. I think we'll keep it open. Awesome. See you guys on the next one. All right, bye bye.